0: Who said, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade? Well, they were wrong. Welcome to the Take Aim Podcast, where we discuss how to take those lemons life gives you and throw them right back. If you are ready to change your thought process, take risks, and deliver a new you, then you are ready to take aim. Now, here is your host and number one change agent, Corenda Dion.
1: Good evening, family, and welcome to the Take Aim podcast. This is your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. Absolutely, I am, and I am excited to be your change agent. I'm excited that you have joined into the podcast for tonight. Here at the Take Aim podcast, you can find us every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm glad that you are part of the Take Aim podcast. Why? Because we do some amazing discussions uh, at the table. We are going to talk about what you need to do in order to take aim. That's what we do here. We do not make lemonade at the Take Aim podcast, but when life gives you lemons, we take aim. Yes, we do. So how do we do that? Some of you, uh, this might be your first time tuning into the podcast, and you may say, "Um, how do I take aim? Well, I'm glad you asked. You do that by, one, changing your thought process. So everything that we talk about here at the Take Aim table, it is going to challenge your thought process, which is a good thing. Number two, you're gonna learn how to take risk. And a lot of times, we get very comfortable and what seems normal and in our routines, but it's time to shake things up a bit. So you're going to learn how to take risks. And last but not least, you are going to learn how to deliver a new you. Yes, there are times in which you must do that. It's time to do something bold, do something different, uh, do something exciting. And so that might mean changing some things about the way you think, even the way you look, even the way you behave, but it's all good as long as you take aim. So again, welcome to the Take Aim Podcast. I am your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. And family, I just want to thank you for just your continued support. We are over a thousand uh, listeners for the Take Aim Podcast, and that is amazing. And I could not have uh, reached that monumental mark, and we have so far to go, but I am just grateful to reach that mark and that you are a part of that success. So thank you so much for tuning in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listen. I have such a great show in store for you tonight. This is gonna be an awesome podcast. Now, you know, for the month of May, we celebrated mothers. But absolutely, in this month of June, we are going to take time to celebrate fathers. Absolutely, we are. And I am so, so blessed. When I tell you blessed, I mean richly blessed. I am so, so, so blessed that I have the opportunity to bring my dad to the table tonight. Now, some of you um, that are listening, you know him personally. Some of you may call him Pop. Some of you may call him Papa. Some of you, or many of you call him Mr. J-O-P, but to me, he's daddy. Absolutely he is. And I am so, so blessed to have him at the Take AIM table as we celebrate fathers during Father's Day and during the month of Father's Day. Without further ado, Daddy, welcome to the Take Aim table.
0: Thank you so much. It's an honor to be at the table with my daughter.
1: Oh, and it's an honor to have you, Daddy. I'm super, super excited. And listen, I hope, well, you know what? I don't even hope. I know that you have your lemons ready tonight and you're ready to take aim.
0: I have my lemons ready. I'm ready to take aim, and I'm living life
1: on the promise of impact. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh, Daddy, that just made my evening. Absolutely living life on the promise of impact. And I am just so, so grateful, Dad, for our relationship. Um, You know, I am absolutely a daddy's girl. And, you know, there was a time in my life where I kind of, you know, didn't want to talk that up a lot because a lot of even some of my friends, they didn't have a very strong relationship with their fathers. Um, But it's a blessing. It really is a blessing. And um, I am so, so glad to be a daddy's girl. And um, even though I turned 40, I know, my dad, it doesn't matter how old I grow in age, I will always be baby girl. Is that right, Daddy? That is
0: absolutely right.
1: (laughs) I know that's right. Well, Dad, I first of all want to say Happy Father's Day to you, and um, I definitely celebrate you as a father- You have been a tremendous example in my life. Uh, You have shown me the example of a a godly man, a godly father, a father of faith and endurance, um, a father who um, stays close to the ears and eyes of God and um, presses to his goals and achieves greatness. Um, you, you You just are all of that, Daddy, and I'm so, so happy to have you.
0: Well, I'm happy to be here and I'd like to say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers who may be listening.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Any fathers, if you are listening to the Take Aim podcast tonight as we celebrate fathers all over, happy Father's Day to you as well. Now I'm going to get into some announcements towards the end of our podcast, but because we have my dad here at the table, I want to get right into our topic of conversation. And so dad, I want to ask you, what have you enjoyed most about fatherhood? I have
0: enjoyed being a part of my children's life, investing in them, supporting them, and watching them go, grow, and glow.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> Absolutely, Daddy. And how different is it raising sons and a daughter? And, you know... <laughs> I'm sure you have some stories to tell, but I know there definitely, there definitely are some differences. So what would you say to any fathers who are raising sons and daughters? What are some differences?
0: Well, the main difference is, I think when you think of a daughter, you think of a gentle flower and you treat her like a flower. Boys sometimes don't understand that and may see the daughter as the favorite, but it's not the favorite, it's just who she is. Um, boys tend to be rough. And I think about having them uh, in training for manhood. So um, I think those are the major differences. I have or had two sons. One, unfortunately, I lost. But I've always considered you to be the rose between two thorns. So. I
1: think those are my major differences. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely have some stories, and we might get into a few, but absolutely, Daddy. And, Dad, as a father, you know, you have been there every step of the way for all of your children, um, you know, even with me growing up and um, going through piano and uh, different um, rehearsals and um, dramatic reading contests and all those things that I was involved in, even, you know, as a young age, you never missed a beat, you've always been there. But as a father, um, what is your heart's desire for your children?
0: You know, my heart's desire for my children is for them to live a full, and productive life after I'm gone mm-hmm. and be in good health because I think that what you're doing now is supposed to actually store up uh, the goods in your kids for later. So, you know, I've always said that you can monitor things while you're here, but you really want them to thrive after you've gone.
1: Wow, that's huge, Daddy. <laughs> that is huge. Yes, and as a father, um, what is the best way that a father can set a positive example for his children?
0: I think the best um, example father can set is to put God first and let them see God in you. Lead by example and instill in them strong values, Uh, love them, support them, spend time with them, and provide for them.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And and like I said, I know um, all of us, you know, um, as your children, we can all speak to how supportive you have been in all of our endeavors. Um, if it was sports with Kendrick or Evan, and like I said, the girly things that I did, um, you never missed a beat. And, you know, you really allowed all of us to, um, you know, grow and be our own person, which which was great. I mean, you set the example, you gave leadership, um, but you also allowed us to, to blossom as well.
0: Absolutely,
1: that's important. Yes, yes, Daddy, super, super important. If you are just joining us, welcome to the Take Aim podcast. We are here at the table, and I have a very special, special guest at the table tonight. My Daddy is here at the table. Again, some of you call him Papa, some of you call him Pop, some of you call him Mr. J.O.P., but to me, he is Daddy, and he is with us as we celebrate fathers and uh, as we talk about a father's love for his children. Now, Daddy, Why is it so important for a father to have a relationship with his daughter?
0: That's extremely important. Um, I think uh, mainly because you want her to know how a man should love and treat her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, it her not to look for the wrong things in the wrong place. Yeah. Because dad sets the table he sets the example and you know you want that man to follow that example
1: yeah that's true and and um i even remember as a little girl you know i would get either dressed up or we would go you would take me to really nice restaurants i mean yeah at times we did the maybe the mcdonald's or something but I, I recall several occasions where, you know, you would take me out and you would pull out the chair and open the door and, I mean, really nice restaurants. And um, that, that has always left such a positive impression with me.
0: Well, you were a queen, you were born as a queen. And I treated you like a queen.
1: Yes, Daddy, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I am so, so grateful for that. Now, Daddy, as I grew older, of course, um, of course, as I grew older, I started meeting gentlemen and started dating. But what scared you the most when I started dating?
0: I think what scared me the most is that I always knew you were safe when you were with me. But I didn't necessarily feel that uh, when you were dating and, uh, you know, looking at uh, guys who I gave a hard time and never really accepted um, most of them, probably any of them early on. But I think, you know, just not not wanting uh, them to take advantage of you. Um, and... Also, you know, I know guys and I didn't want them to whisper those sweet words in your ear and uh, you just fell in love too early. So I think those were my biggest uh, concerns and what really scared me the most.
1: Wow, wow. Now, Daddy, you know, um, just for the record, because we're at the table and there are times I like to, you know, us to be transparent in some ways, but is it true? Did you really follow, uh, did you really follow me at the prom, one of the proms that I attended? Did you kind of take a sneak peek and and drive there?
0: I followed you all the way to the parking lot. (laughs) And I got out of the car, So you couldn't see me and made sure the
1: young man escorted you in. Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. Wow. The things we find out once we get a little older. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Now, Daddy, with all of us, I mean, Kendrick, Evan, myself, um, but what is a memorable story you would like to share about any of us?
0: Well, there's, um, I think two stories that stick with me. The first one I'll talk about is, um, your story. Uh, I remember being at work one afternoon, sitting at my desk, having a really good day. And I get a call from my daughter. She's, uh, in the guidance counselor's office, uh, at Poly Rod school. And, uh... She calls and says, Dad, my dream has come true. So I'm thinking as we had been speaking all along that, you know, I was going to hear maybe I've been accepted to Hampton University. Well, little did I know I was going to hear that I've been accepted to Fashion Institute of Design and Technology (laughs) in Manhattan, New York. And I tell you, uh, and I'm not exaggerating. I almost fell out
1: of the <laughs> Oh, wow. I didn't know that, Daddy. But you know what? Oh. Let me say this. You, going back to being supportive, I remember us taking a trip because you wanted to make sure that I was sure that that's the school I really wanted to, to attend. And so we took a trip to FIT just to visit, to kind of look around. And I remember that was like the craziest weekend because people were walking around with purple and green hair. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember. I remember I was going to dinner talking about it. and. Um, This dinner will always stick with me because I think that was the turning point for me uh, in accepting um, that you needed to pursue your dream. And uh, you told me, Daddy, you have instilled in me and, and placed values in me, and now I need you to trust me. You said, there's nothing that I can do in New York that I can't do in Baltimore. So... That gave me some relief and I began to sleep uh, good at night. Uh, So uh, that was the story concerning you with Kendrick, my son. And if he's listening, I want to give him a big shout out and uh, tell him I'm proud of him. And I love him as well. Uh, But my story with Kendrick was that um, after graduating from City College, He had decided that he was gonna enlist in uh, the army. Mm -hmm. And of course anybody that know me know that my goal for all of my children were to go to college and get their degree. So of course I hit the fan. (laughs) And he was very adamant about that. And um, he started putting things together, thinking about packing and so forth. So I said, listen, I want you to talk to someone. So I'll never forget, I called one of my church daughters, Tracy Stevens. Mm. And those of you who know me know I have lots and lots and lots of spiritual children, lots yes. that I've touched. But anyway, Tracy talked to him and they stayed on the phone about an hour. And um, after they hung up, Kendrick came to me and said, Dad, you think we still can get in Virginia State? And I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we rushed to get things together and got into Virginia State. And uh, the rest was history. But those are probably my two memorable stories.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, all, all of your children, um, you know, with your support and with your prayers, um, all of us, um, finished college, um, and, you know, did pursue our degree and, and that is a blessing. And daddy, you are right. You have so many extended God sons and God daughters and spiritual sons and spiritual daughters. You have a whole village, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, and I would not uh, be able to, it would take me a year to name them all, but they know who they are. Uh, But I do want to mention my oldest godson, Dennis Burrell, in Austin, Texas. We share a very special relationship, and I don't call him my godson. I call him my godson son. And then my second oldest is Jerome Dixon out of Baltimore. But let me tell you, when your brother passed, um, God sent uh, two young men and in my, in my life and they, um, I, I call them my five mm-hmm. Um Reverend Riddick always said, Evan would keep me young. <laughs> but I think um, they're going to keep me young too. And actually, one of them, um, Carries the name of Evan, and the other one Dorian, but um, just um, special kids. Uh, been very good to us during COVID-19. So just wanted to give them a shout out.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I, yeah, that 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 is amazing. Um, how you know they came into our lives and just has just have just been a major impact for you and Mame and. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes. So you definitely have a village, Daddy. You have so many that love you and uh, cherish you and could really write a book on how you have impacted them um, in so many ways. So just a blessing. Oh my gosh, Daddy, what a blessing you are. Oh, thank you. Listen, if you are just tuning in to the Take Aim podcast, uh, you've missed some really, really, really good stuff so far. So you're going to have to go back and and listen uh, from the beginning. But I do have a very special guest. And you all know me. I don't just bring anyone to the table. Um, And so I am so excited to have my dad at the table again. Like I said, some of you call him Papa. Some of you call him Pop. Uh, or Mr. J.O.P., but he is daddy to me, and he is at the table tonight, and we are celebrating fathers. Absolutely, we are, and I am so glad to have him at the table. So, Daddy, what, what do you love most about our relationship as father and daughter?
0: I think what I love most is just the fact that you are a daddy's girl. Uh, I remember praying to God to bless me with a daughter uh, because there were basically all boys in the family. And let me tell you, (laughs) on June 11, (laughs) 1980, he answered my prayer. Um, And I just think that you're beautiful. I think you're precious. Um, And it's nothing like having a baby girl. Uh, We have been close since the day you were born, yeah, and we will always be close.
1: Absolutely. Now, now, Daddy Kendrick and Evan would—they would swear they would swear up and down that I'm spoiled. But would you do you attest to that? Do you believe that you spoiled me?
0: <laughs> I, I, I would say I spoiled you. I would say that I love you as that gentle flower I talked about earlier.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they might disagree. Um, Evan might be disagreeing from heaven, but I agree. <laughs> now, daddy, well,
0: <laughs> let me let me just think because I don't want any lightning to come through. Uh, I probably just spoil you your look.
1: Okay, all right. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, daddy, as we talk about, you know, a daughter and and, and a relationship that she has with her father and vice versa. And we talked a little bit about, you know, when I started dating, but, um, as we shift kind of to, you know, talking about marriage, um, what, what do, or what does a father truly desire when his daughter marries and how hard is it to let go?
0: Wow now that's a question I think for me I desire for my baby girl to be treated uh, like the queen that she is Um, he doesn't um, have to be perfect but I think you know the mere fact that I never abused you I, I wouldn't want any man to even think of abusing you um it's hard like I said earlier it's hard to let go um because you know that your baby girl is safe in your arms yeah but um I must say that I have gotten better with that um it takes time yeah. because you know for so long you feel like you're the only man in her life uh, you're her first boyfriend mm-hmm. and um, you know you have paved the way for a godly man to come behind you mm-hmm. and cherish a godly woman so you know those things you just want in order
1: yeah 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 that I, I hear you on that you know this is um, <laughs> I remember this story you know when when um, in, in my first marriage I remember um, I think it was Valentine's Day. And I think you you always would send flowers or a gift or, you know, always would send something on Valentine's Day. And I remember you saying, you know, this is my last time, uh, you know, sending, you know, you have a husband now. And it was just like such a bittersweet. (laughs) Yeah, but.
0: Well, you know, they never stopped.
1: No, they didn't.
0: (laughs) It was just conversation, but. I think you still get Valentine's Day cards, and sometimes uh, flowers or spa treatment, but you always celebrate it.
1: Absolutely, Daddy. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Dad, when you think about maybe some of the biggest challenges you had to face as a father, which definitely could inspire uh, fathers who are listening tonight, um, what would you say some of the biggest challenges are that you had to face?
0: Well, the biggest challenge, um, for me as a father was, um, learning how to be a father initially because I was a teen dad, um, leaving for college and didn't have a clue about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, you know, the example my dad sent, but it's different. And it's a difference in having a dad and being a dad.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But thank God he's a god of second chance. And um, I have no regrets Hmm. um, about that experience because um, it taught me um, things that I never knew about myself. And so that was probably um, one of the biggest challenges And then I think um, the other challenge was, as we talked about earlier, is uh, just letting that daughter go and, um, you know, watching her step out into the world, um, a big world, especially when you went to New York, Mm -hmm. um, and just that separation, even... um, when a daughter gets married, I think um, a father deals with separation because there's always that thought in your mind of how is she being treated? Yeah, so I think those were my greatest challenges.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, Daddy. You know, I do I do believe just in our talk tonight and you being at the table. um, Some father out there is definitely taking aim and being encouraged tonight as he grows in his relationship with his children, be it sons or daughter. And and dad, like I said, you know, before in the beginning of the podcast is that, you know, I have really. Um, I have really seen you just be an example in regards to your relationship with Christ and being a a father of faith and a father of prayer um, and absolutely. Listeners, let me tell you, my dad has discernment out of this world. Can I tell you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes I get nervous when he, you know, even starts unfolding some things. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And he's always, always, always on point um, when, when he does. But, Dad, why is it so imperative uh, for a father to have a relationship with Christ?
0: Oh, um. man. I think if a father has a relationship uh, with Christ, it helps the children have a different outlook on life. Um, Furthermore, they will be able to take God at his word and take Philippians 4.13 with them wherever they go. Mm -hmm. Um, They will understand that they can do all things through Christ. Not some things, but all things. Um, which strengthens them so I think it's very important and when they look back they will see it was not all dad's strength mm-hmm. but it was the strength of God mm-hmm. that helped him um, provide for them and to carry himself
1: yeah absolutely Absolutely. that's
0: you know, dad, like must shine
1: mm. Absolutely. That's good, daddy. That's good. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're at the table. Oh, I love, love, love just, you know, gleaning and hearing, uh, the things that you share, um, always full of, of wisdom and, you know, just knowledge. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, dad, you know, as we, um, as father's day is coming on Sunday and, and, and You know, I know that there are many holidays and things that come up in which, um, we all think and miss Evan, think about Evan and miss Evan. Um, but for father's day for you as a father, because there could be a a father out there listening, um, who also has, um, you know, unfortunately had the experience or had gone through losing a child. So, um, how, how do you feel daddy on father's day after, after losing your son, after losing Evan?
0: Well, you know, I have to be very transparent. I have two wonderful children, uh, you know, and I know they love me, but on Father's Day, there's still a hole left in my life, and um, that hole will never be filled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember um, the night I got the call that um, we had lost your brother. And I mean, it just seemed like I stopped breathing.
1: Mm, Wow.
0: Um, You know, and I just want to say to not just dads, but anybody who's lost a child, um, I want to say two things. Um, The first thing is, but God, Mm. there is no way I would have been able to get through and still going through this journey without God. Um, And then the second thing I want to say is that I met an awesome, awesome therapist um, who is also an awesome person. And, you know, what he did was, he did two things. The first thing he did was just kind of reassured me that it's okay uh, to accept that you need a little help mm. uh,
1: because you've never experienced anything like this
0: before. Right. And then the second thing that he did was he helped me feel safe because I'm always helping others, but I've never been real good at receiving help. So I want to give a shout out to Dr. Dwayne Thomas and if you're like me who um, need just a little help to get through this in any situation don't delay, call him today reach out for him you can call him at 410 747 1265 or you can email him at dot Dot Thomas at gmail.com. He has truly been a blessing to me and my wife.
1: Yeah, I um again, I, I thank the world of him and I was just so, so honored to meet him at the gala when we did the scholarship, um, in Evan's honor for VOM. And, um, that's a blessing daddy. And I thank you for being transparent at the table and, and talking about that. And I know that there have been listeners, uh, who, you know, even from hearing mom A's, um, uh, show when she was on the, uh, at the take Aim table that have reached out to him and If it's not him per se, um, they're reaching out to somebody um, because, um, like you said, you know, we all at times need help. But you're right, Daddy, it is a difference because when you're so used to giving and helping others, sometimes it is difficult. and it's it can be difficult, it can be challenging, and at times maybe uncomfortable when it's you that you know actually need the help. But I'm I'm so glad that he's in in your life and in Mom A's life, and has been such a blessing.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean the other thing I would say is that there's no replacement. But um, those sons that I mentioned, um, they are never replaced, Evan. But God will send people to. Stand in the gap, yeah. And I thank God that I have so many um, spiritual children um, with my, you know, biological children that stand in the gap and, um, you know, help me through the process and help mommy and I, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, Daddy, you know, I just want to say this. I I wasn't planning to say this, but I have to also give a shout out to uh, your fraternity, IOTA Phi Theta, uh, Fraternity Incorporated. I'm telling you, they really also, um, just in showing brotherhood, showing love, um, gosh, they just, they thank the world of you. (laughs) And they really were also very supportive um, at that time as well.
0: Well, you know, I was going to mention that because a lot of times people say, "Well, I didn't have time to do that great thing or whatever," but I got to tell you, um, I only had uh, one sibling, an older brother. Um, but I always tell everybody, I lost one brother, but I gained over twelve thousand brothers. So definitely an out, out shout
1: to all
0: the men. Where the charcoal brown and gilded go.
1: Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Love it, daddy. Absolutely. And dad, as we, um, it's been great having you at the table and, um, I am just blessed that I was able to share you, you know, to share you tonight, uh, with the listeners at the table, but I do want to give you just a moment as well, um, to just give any advice as we wrap up, um, that you would give fathers who are listening tonight, um, or who will be listening in the future, who desire to rebuild a relationship with their children. Because there could be a father listening, and he was really inspired by the podcast tonight, and that inspiration um, has charged him to say, you know what, I want to rebuild. I've lost some time, but I want to rebuild. What advice would you give fathers um, if that's their desire tonight?
0: Well, you know, the first thing I would say to them is ask your children to forgive you for any shortfalls you, they may have um, experienced because, um, you know, parents are not perfect and we make mistakes too. And I think children need to hear that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just always a, a the correcting of a child, but that child needs reassurance and they need to feel the human side and see the human side of you. Um, That's one thing. Um, And then I think the other thing I would say to them is be patient and realize you have to do some relationship building. Right. You know, the relationship didn't fall apart overnight and it's not gonna be rebuilt overnight. So be patient and take time to do some relationship building. And then, you know, tell your children you love them. And fathers, that includes sons too. It is absolutely okay to tell your son um, you love him or you love them. And then finally, I would say, reach out for Dr. Thomas, but most of all, reach out for God because it is impossible to reveal without him.
1: Wow. Daddy, oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy, so, so much for coming to the table and um, just celebrating fathers as I celebrate you as my father and um, sharing that love, sharing that advice, that inspiration, that insight, Oh, I could go on and on. It's been phenomenal, Daddy. I hope, I hope that you have enjoyed being at the table tonight.
0: I have thoroughly enjoyed being at the table.
1: <laughs> Good. And you can come back anytime, Daddy. You do not need an invite.
0: That. I would love that.
1: <laughs> now, Daddy, you know I can't let you off the hook. Any guests we have at the Take game table, I always ask two questions. The first is, Daddy, who do you love and are you for sure?
0: I love God and family. And I'm sure because through it all, God has kept me and my family has supported me.
1: Ah, well said, Daddy. And what are you grateful for tonight, Daddy? You know, Corinda,
0: I'm grateful for life because, you know, God's mercy kept me and and didn't let me go. And, you know, I'm just so grateful for life because we all have choices out there that we can make. But um, I'm glad I decided to make Jesus my choice.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, wonderful, Daddy. And um, again, well, well said. I know for sure that um, there is a dad, there is a father out there listening to the Take Aim uh, podcast tonight, and you have truly inspired him. And um, thank you, Daddy, again, for coming to the table and sharing your story, your journey as a father. And thank you again for being the best dad. A girl, a daughter could ever ask for.
0: Well, you are certainly welcome and just always know that your daddy loves you. That doesn't mean that you can't meet someone (laughs) and experience love in a different way. But uh, daddy will always be here for you as I've been in the past and I will continue to be.
1: Thank you, daddy. And I love you back. Oh my gosh. Listeners, I hope that you have enjoyed tonight as I had my daddy, my very own daddy, uh, as some of you may call him, many of you call him Mr. J.O.P. He has been at the table tonight. We have taken aim. We took aim tonight, daddy. We Absolutely took aim. Yes, we can. So be sure, fathers, to tell your sons and your daughters how much you love them. Number one, be sure to reach out for help if it's through Dr. Thomas or someone in your particular area or church or whomever. Be sure to reach out if you need help. And also be sure to ask for forgiveness. Um, be sure to have those communications and those talks with your children on a church transparent level so they can see that human side of you. Wow, daddy, that's just a few of the ways, few nuggets in which uh, fathers, you can take aim and truly, truly live life on the promise of impact. So again, be sure to share this podcast. We wanted to celebrate Fathers, um, And we wanted to show and share that love of fatherhood as we celebrate Father's Day. And so, again, happy Father's Day to all of you out there, from my father to yours. Happy Father's Day to you all. I have a, a few quick announcements before we close. I do want you to please save the date for our upcoming coffee and chat. Um, That's gonna be June 27th at 11 a.m. So make sure uh, you go to our website at corindadeon.com and register for coffee and chat. It's a 20 minute huddle. We huddle up and I motivate and encourage you so you can be ready for your next move, okay? So be sure to uh, sign up for that. Uh, the seats are limited. We are almost to capacity. So go to CorindaDeon.com. It's twenty minutes on a Saturday. Bring your coffee, if you like a decaf or bowl, bring it and be ready. We're going to talk about do you have what it takes to thrive? All right. Number two, book club. Yes, we are starting a book club in July. Uh, please, you know what? This is a great time. This is a great time to come together to read, to expand in our knowledge and information. We're going to read books, everything from self-help to motivation, to finance, to uh, health and wellness. We're going to cover it all. So please go to our website or email me directly at admin at corindadeon.com if you would like to be a part of the book club. The first book we're going to read is my latest book, Perfect Patty Messed Up Devotional. So let's get on board and get excited about the book club. And last but not least, many of you have seen on social media and YouTube how I have launched the Members Only. This is a mentorship for women in ministry. I absolutely have a heart for women in ministry. I have been ministering to women For a long time now. And so uh, you are going to definitely be encouraged. We're going to have webinars and trainings and sermon preparation and um, giving you encouragement as you uh, go through your journey and answering the call uh, that God has placed on your life to minister as a woman. So be sure to sign up for the members only. Um, You have to be a woman in ministry to be a part of this group. And again, that information is on our website at CorindaDeon.com. All right, Daddy, we are closing. I, again, thank you for being at the table tonight and happy, happy Father's Day to you, Daddy. Thank you so much. Yes, so, so glad that you were at the table. Listeners, as I always say to you, and yours. Making lemonade is a choice. You better believe it. It is a choice, but I dare you. I double dare you to take aim. This has been your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. And until next time, live life on the promise of impact.
0: You've been listening to the Take Aim podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or visit our website at CorindaDeon.com. Until next time, live life on the promise of impact.